0: Today is March 22nd, this is Six Pack Cinema Weekly Headliners. Today we got things worth mentioning but not discussing, and they're all trailers. We got a Stranger Thing trailer, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer, Deadwood the movie trailer, Bill and Ted announcement, some Forrest Gump news. Let's get into it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded. You serious, Clark? I always tell the truth.
0: Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration?
0: Mm-hmm. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. All right, what's up at Six Pack Cinema in the box office this week? Captain Marvel finished in first place with a whopping sixty-seven point nine million dollars. Woo! Wonder Park, no idea what that is, came in second. Five it's feet apart. No idea what that is. Came in third. How to Train Your Dragon came in fourth. Tyler Perry's Medea Family Funeral. And then uh, in sixth place, everyone's favorite movie. Can't believe this only came in sixth. No Manchus Frida <laughs> 2.
1: I don't know what that is, but I'm really upset it beat Captive State because I want to see Captive State. This is a
0: shitty, shitty box office. No Manchus Frida 2. Uh, Captive State. Lego Movie 2. Alita. Battle Angel. And Green Book. Still in the top <laughs> fucking ten.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. Wasn't wow. well, that an
0: 11 last week? It bounced back up. Well, I did, there's a, not a lot to compete with. Little Angel that could, though. Good job, Green Book. Way to go. Wow. All right, so there's no Sheehan with us today. His house is uh, carbon monoxide leaking. His carbon monoxide is leaking all over his house. And pray yep. for his safety. Keep him in your thoughts and prayers. It's just Dave and I doing headliners.
1: Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to at least Fiona. She's the Sheehan I don't want hurt. Yes, true.
0: Well... We don't have much Hollywood news, (laughs) but we have... It's kind of a slow week this week. We have a ton of Hollywood trailers. We used to do trailers a lot, but we kind of shied away from it because we felt like we were forcing in trailers that... Like, yeah, they came out this week, but they weren't like, you need to know about this. All Mm -hmm. of these, in my opinion, are you need to go watch these trailers. And you need to get... 100%. You need to get excited about what's coming up.
1: Yes. And these are all... Perfect trailers in my mind. They they get you amped up and they don't spoil anything. Yeah. Why why tell. are they coming out right now?
0: Like when Stranger Things is coming out? Is Stranger Things coming out in the summer?
1: Yes. Yeah, Stranger Things is coming July fourth,
0: and Once Upon a Time Hollywood is coming
1: July twenty sixth, I think, or 28th. So we still have a while to go. So
0: those are the main ones. The HBO re- re- released their Deadwood movie trailer. Uh, Which let's is just May. Let's do Stranger Things first. I, I didn't watch the full trailer because I don't watch full trailers because they usually give away too much. Yes. So for sure. doesn't. <laughs> Dude, the thing about Stranger Things that I, I love, because I don't really like sci fi. Like, I don't like the demo gourd or, you know, I, mm-hmm. I kind of tolerate it in Stranger Things because everything else about that show is done so well when you can give someone nostalgia for a time that they never lived in you know what i mean
1: yeah like i wasn't and i think just eight. from this trailer they do it again perfectly
0: they do it again perfectly i remember when i watched season two and they were like trick-or-treating and just riding their bike down a country street in the woods and i was like fuck i'm transported like this is awesome
1: yeah, it was incredible. I and there's shots in this trailer of them like at a town fair, like a little town fair, and like in a mall, and I was like, I, I like felt like I was in that town. I've been to those shitty town fairs. I've been to like the one mall in my little town growing up. And like you said, I never lived it. Like I wasn't born in the '80s, but I feel like I have nostalgia for it just from the show.
0: And I said to you as this was being, as we were like prepping for this, I watched it. And fucking playing Bob O'Reilly by The Who in the trailer. <laughs> it, it's the best rock song ever. If you, if you don't know it as Bob O'Reilly, you know it as Teenage Wasteland. So there's a shot in the trailer where they're all walking up a field. It looks like they're going to set off fireworks. And, uh-huh. and it says, uh, and you know, the, the lyric is, Out here in the fields. We work for our meals. I was ex- I was a little upset that Stranger Things wasn't coming out in October because it feels like Halloween.
1: Yes, because that's when the first one came out, right?
0: Yeah, and then the second they did it again, and when the third one wasn't, it was like, oh, that's weird. But I was under the assumption it was going to still take place in October, like it was going to be another- the next year, but we were just going to be watching it in June because that's when Netflix decided was the best for them to release it. But it looks like they released it in summer because it takes place during the summer. We had, like, a pool scene and Fourth of July scenes and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I know um, they something smart that they do that I've read interviews that is on purpose. They, the time difference between each season is the same time difference as, like, what elapses in real life. Because they know these kids are going to grow up fast. So I think it's cool. Like maybe we'll get like a dead of winter season and a in the spring season, down the line when they can like they can plan out far enough ahead. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. I mean,
0: I hope it's good. We don't really know. I mean, I didn't watch enough of the trailer. Do we know what the plot's going to be at all?
1: You the you get one very quick glimpse at a upside down monster, not okay. one we've seen so far. And that's it, and you see uh David Harbord the uh, sheriff I'm blanking on his name his character's name uh you see him with a gun in a, in the fairgrounds, but that's it,
0: dude, everything about it this the pool the fairgrounds like them getting to tackle a new season I'm excited about just yes, I, just for I, like the nostalgia and settings and tone about it
1: no me too, and I wasn't even like as big I like season two, but the it, wasn't as good as the first season in my mind, but seeing this trailer just brought back that whole first season and got me so excited again.
0: Yeah, same thing. It's weird. I was, like Game of Thrones does that too, where TV shows like I don't crave it. Some people are like, oh, I'm binging Game of Thrones because I miss it so much. I watch so much TV that when it's not there, it's like, "Ah, oh, OK, there's I'm on to the next thing. You know what I mean? But when yeah. this comes back, I'm instantly reminded. Oh, yeah, I fucking love this show. <laughs> And we had that. with well, that that that's perfect. That takes us right into Deadwood because that was the other trailer that came out. Now this will be. I think. I think more less people have seen Deadwood than Stranger Things, just because it was an old HBO show. You needed to watch it every week. Um, Deadwood's phenomenal.
1: I argue that it is the best HBO prestige show out there. I know a lot of people say the Wire. A lot of people say. Uh, The Sopranos, but I think Deadwood's better than them.
0: I have this thing where The Wire and The Sopranos are top of their class. And when they came out, they were numero uno, broke ground, amazing. Mm -hmm. The quality of the characters and the plots doesn't decline. But the way they're shot, the technical aspects of it. Like when you put on The Sopranos now, it's like, oh, this is an old show.
1: This is an early 2000s show.
0: Yeah. And The Wire, and that's because they, they were present day shows at their time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Deadwood, you don't know. Uh, it could have been... Deadwood, the TV show, is over a decade old, maybe two decades old. No, it's over like a, it's 15 years old.
1: No, it, it, the last season aired in 2006. 13 okay. years.
0: 13 years. You You could watch season one. And it because it's a period piece and because the camera work isn't like it's
1: all like traditional Western camera work. Yeah, it's not like. a
0: handy cam like they have in the wire or Sopranos. So mm-hmm. you could watch it and be like you could you could be convinced that it was released, edited, shot, what it directed this year. So yeah. so that's why I think I think it holds up better is I guess what I'm
1: going to. I can see that. And I, I feel like it was the first one, really. Because it was before Sopranos, even, wasn't it? Or were they concurrent?
0: No, Sopranos started in the 90s, I think.
1: Oh, did it start that early?
0: I think Deadwood I... came after Sopranos. Maybe. Sopranos was 1999 to 2007. So Deadwood only had three three seasons. 2004 to 2006, yeah.
1: Okay, so they overlapped a little bit.
0: Deadwood... For anyone that hasn't watched it, here's my selling point. The Americans, America just ended the Civil War. They haven't conquered the West yet. The Indians are out there. The America sent government agencies and people, and those people fought the Indians and, like, removed them from the land. But there was no law. So that's the whole thing. No law on Deadwood. And then it's (laughs) all these people that are, like, going up. And they're all real characters, all true people in history, setting up saloons and brothels and you have like a lawman who's trying to be good but he's an asshole. And you have uh and you have another guy who's trying to like he's bad but he's charismatic.
1: Yeah, and like they're trying to set up this town enough that when the United States eventually expands there, they can be like the people actually in charge of this town.
0: Mm hmm It's and it's it's Shakespearean English, like the dialogue is kind of it's out of Shakespeare. It's like modern Shakespeare. You need you need subtitles. No, I
1: I agree with you, but all I could think was uh, "Swearage and Young cocksucker" every other word. Yeah, I'm like just like Shakespeare.
0: But the way they talk, like the way the sentence structure is,
1: yes, it is very Shakespearean. Yeah,
0: go watch Deadwood and the new trailer's out. The movie's coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, um, not even
1: summer, May thirty first.
0: Yeah, uh, that's going to come and pass. Like, all this excitement's building for a Deadwood movie, and then I'm going to watch it, and it's going to be two hours of my life, and then I'm going to be like, okay, fuck, I need more. And then I'm like, hoping
1: at the end of the movie there's, like, new season, 2020. There's no way,
0: but that would, that would be... It would fantastic. be so good, right? That would be fantastic.
1: I'm going to get my hopes up and be so disappointed when that doesn't happen now. Yeah. All right, on to the last trailer we got, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's ninth film. What do you got, Jimmy?
0: This looks awesome. I mean, it's it's more of a, I think you blogged it and you said it was more of a teaser than a trailer.
1: Yeah. And it just... You, you still don't know anything about the plot, really. All you know is that it focuses around Leo and Brad Pitt's characters. Leo plays an older Western actor. And Brad Pitt's his stunt double, and it's just them in Hollywood.
0: And Brad Pitt looks exactly like Robert Redford now.
1: Yes. like spot. We, we've mentioned that a few times on but the But did blog, you see the side
0: by side? Someone did with a picture of Brad from this trailer.
1: No, I haven't. Oh,
0: dude, it's spot on. Like you could overlay them, and you wouldn't notice a difference. It's crazy
1: how much he looks like him. All right, I'll have to look that up. Um, it. A lot of people think this movie is going to revolve around the Manson murders because Sharon Tate and uh, Manson are characters in this, but it does not. I'm sure the murders will all take place, or versions of them, because he always does alternative history. Will take place in this movie, but the movie itself is not about those murders.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's uh, the tone of it and the style of it. It just looks awesome. It doesn't look exactly like a uh, Quentin Tarantino movie yet. Like it looked. Oh, it looked, I
1: think it does. Immediately, I thought it brought back. It reminded me of his flourish from like some like Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, like his earlier movies.
0: I guess they just this just looks like better quality to me.
1: Well, yeah, I think he's just got become a better director since then. Do it's we been like twenty years?
0: Do we know the runtime on this movie yet? I don't think so. Because that was an issue with Inglorious Bastards and Django. No, uh, and Hateful Eight. With Django and Hateful Eight, his editor died. Quentin Tarantino's editor died, and they say she was the only one that could get him to, you know, cut out movie pieces and stuff like that. And really, yeah, and that she wasn't alive for Django and Hateful Eight, and that's why their runtimes are so much longer.
1: Who? First off, holy shit! He does like you could have told me this was two pictures of robert redford
0: yeah if you google uh, all i did was google brad pitt robert redford transformation and it'll take you to a reddit post we'll put it on the blog how about that when uh, we put this yeah. up david will try and put this on the blog Johnboymedia.com com, six-pack cinema podcast.com both get you the same place uh yeah this looks like two pictures of the same person Robert Redford yeah. and Brad Pitt
1: Sincere. 100% what, what were you talking about Before that Sorry that just Distracted me so much <laughs> Oh the runtime. I think it worked In Hate Floyd though I, I didn't get to see it In theaters And I wish I had But I understand What he was going for With like a Old school Sprawling Not sprawling Because it was mostly Contained to one thing But there was some Beautiful landscape shots But like an old school Western where it had like A very slow Meandering pace And there was An intermission so it felt natural to that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I still like both those movies, so I'm not really complaining. Do we think that he's going to stick to his 10 movie plan?
1: See, before this trailer came out, I thought no. I, felt, I thought, yeah, he'll get bored and just do it. But then the title card in this trailer is his ninth film, which like obviously reminds everyone he's only doing 10. So now I think he's going to stick to it.
0: That that's exactly what I thought when they put it on screen. I was like, oh, they're really making a point of that.
1: Like this is his second to last movie,
0: because no it's... one no one cares that it's his ninth film. Like no one's like, oh, cool. It's, it's, what number film is this? What number film is this? Unless there's an end
1: game. Yes. Which and I know we don't know what he's going to do for his next one yet, but doesn't this kind of feel like his magnum opus?
0: Uh, it's about I, Hollywood. It's got like so many stars. If it's, it's good, because remember the last the last movie that reminded me like this was American Hustle, and it was David mm-hmm. David O. Russell coming off of coming uh, off Silver Linings Playbook, point. and it was a fucking brilliant cast, and the movie just sucked.
1: Yeah, but I I think he's more. Like, David O. Russell's more hit or miss than Tarantino. I, I feel like Tarantino, of his nine films, seven are good to great. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, I agree with that. I'm just
0: saying, like, my excitement level, and I think the tone, the expected tone, is somewhat similar. Okay. And uh, in American Hustle, I remember Brad Pitt and them asking David O. Russell, like, talking about how he made his movies, and they were saying that, he would make changes on the fly, and they would make changes on the fly, and they would say, "Doesn't this doesn't make sense though?" And David or Russell would say, "It's about characters, not about plot." And that was the biggest thing that failed with American Hustle. Like the plot got lost.
1: <laughs> yes, that, that's that's definitely true. I don't know. I I feel like Tarantino does, he like plots everything out so much because again, his whole thing about restricting himself to ten movies was because it's his belief that directors like who do a large quantity start to think about quantity over quality so he by limiting himself he wants every 10 to be a masterpiece which i'm not saying they all are but i feel like he has a better track record than most directors
0: Yes, I also think that he's just going to stop doing movies and then be like, what the fuck do I do? That's what I do. And he's either going to produce a bunch, like write a... Oh, I I think he'll... No, I
1: think he'll write a book and he'll probably write movies, like scripts and stuff. He just won't direct anymore. I don't think he's going to retire 100%. Yeah,
0: but then he's going to want to direct. He's going to... The game's going to pull him right back in.
1: You know what I could see happening... He finishes at ten. They're all great. He writes for a few years, and then in like twenty years, out of nowhere, we're gonna get a trailer for like Quentin Tarantino's eleventh film. Yeah, which I'll be okay with. And it's a merger. Like, it's I, a w-
0: merger of all ten worlds.
1: <laughs> well, most of them are already in the same universe. No, but
0: it's like a merger of all ten worlds.
1: <laughs> like every character from all of them come I mean, back. Yes. Samuel L. Jackson is like 100. Still comes back for it.
0: Leo's playing multiple characters.
1: <laughs> I'd be okay with it.
0: Yeah. All right. The next news we got is that Bill and Ted are embarking on a third excellent adventure.
1: I have no idea if this is going to be good. No, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Nine, yeah, 99% of the time comedy sequels are, are bad. But I know they only agreed to do the second one because it wasn't a rehash of the first one. And they've been saying the same thing about this third one. They would only do it if it wasn't the same as the first two.
0: I don't know if I've seen the second one.
1: It's good. It Instead is? Of like, yeah, yeah. It's not as good as the first, but it's good. It holds up.
0: What is it They're, about?
1: They, go, they have to fight death. And go through, like, not time, but they get, like, metaphysical and, like, that type of shit. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while. I'm trying to, like, remember the exact plot. But they... I remember they fight death.
0: I went to the guy who plays... Um, not Keanu Reeves. The other guy.
1: Alex Winter? Yeah, the guy who plays Bill.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was like, what does he even do? Like, does he even act anymore? But he is a director of... Like, documentaries, it looks like. Like, he's been directing a ton of shit for a while
1: now. Yeah, yeah. He has a pretty solid track record, I feel like.
0: Like, I don't know of any of these. He directed some episodes of Blue Mountain State.
1: Oh, so, it's great, then. That mo- that show is fantastic.
0: Yeah, but there's other stuff in here that I don't recognize at all. Like, documentaries yeah. and... I don't know. Yeah, I, d- I doubt this will be good, which is kind of, like, rude or whatever, but... Is Bill and Ted's Adventure 1, if we watched it now, would it be good?
1: I think so. But. It's very hard for
0: that kind of comedy to hold up, I think.
1: True. But they said this one, like, the little bit we know about this is that they failed in the future. And, like, the pressure was too much now that they knew they had to save the world. So it's about these old men who, like, just completely failed and the world's shitty. (laughs) Which I feel like that's that's good for, like, a few laughs. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And I'm sure at the end, Wild Silence will finally write the song, and it'll end everything, but... Yeah. It'll be, you know, a decent, decently different than these young guys, knowing they have to save the future.
0: Yep. And then our, our big headliner of the day, which you say isn't new news, but I guess it made the cycle?
1: Yeah, it re-came up again this week, so worth talking about. I feel like not a lot of people know about this.
0: A Forrest Gump sequel, was. Well, there's a sequel to the book anyway, but they wrote a screenplay for a Forrest Gump sequel and it was turned in on September 10th 2001 and after 9-11 happened the like, producer, director, writer, Tom Hanks, whoever, all met up and basically was like this is meaningless in the wake of 9 11.
1: Yeah. Which, I mean, I understand, like, the world was. Nobody was looking to make a happy go lucky movie. Or, or Not that Forrest Gump is even happy go lucky. It's definitely not, actually. But it. I, I kind of wish they had exploited it.
0: Well, I read that they had a scene about, like, the World Trade Center, or not the World Trade Center, the Oklahoma bombing.
1: Well, so, yeah, you couldn't I do mean, that.
0: But but they made light of a lot of things in Forrest Gump. In, like, a respectful-ish way, but they still made light of, like...
1: But I'm saying, if you're making this movie in, like, late 2001 or early 2002, you couldn't do the Oklahoma bombing because it would remind people not a lot of it. Whether it was respectful or not.
0: I'm glad that this movie did not get made. Because I love Forrest Gump and I just don't... I don't need more of it. I can just rewatch watch Forrest Gump.
1: Yeah. I, j- I just wish, like, there's an alternative... Like, an alternate universe where this got made, and I, I'm very curious to see how it turned out.
0: Did you see... Oh, have you ever seen the videos of Tom Hanks, uh, the first voice he was going to do for Scump before he chose on the voice he did?
1: No. What What, what was it?
0: Like a, like, a,
1: like a... Hard R?
0: Yeah, like a handicapped person.
1: Oof. It's, like um, in Tropic Thunder, when Ben Stiller's guy goes... No, full.
0: man, it's not even like that. It's very weird, though. Like, it wouldn't have been... It would. Good. Yeah. Because what he did was he just copied the little kid's accent. Instead of making the little kid learn his accent, he was like, mm-hmm. well, why don't I just talk like him? He talks funny.
1: <laughs> That's fucked up.
0: He said that kid doesn't talk like that anymore. Like, he knows him as yeah. an adult. And he said it was just how he talked as a little kid. Like, running... Mm-hmm and he would do his g's like that.
1: Yeah. Uh oh, it's
0: pretty interesting. But
1: I I thought it was good cuz his his accent or his voice in the movie is still like every once in a while when he's upset, it would revert to that, which I think is natural for people who had like speech impediments growing up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as, far as it comes a masterpiece.
1: Yes. Tom Hanks is a masterpiece. And unrelated to this, the first or second image was released today for or this week. It was released Wednesday this week. Of him as Mr. Rogers in the Mr. Rogers movie coming out.
0: Does he look just like him?
1: Yes, he really does.
0: I don't know how he's going to get that voice. Tom Hanks has such a distinct voice and Mr. Rogers has such a distinct voice.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for it just because I love Tom Hanks and I love Mr. Rogers. But the trailer is going to make or break it for me.
0: Yeah, we'll see. The Toy Story trailer came out too. Did we talk about that?
1: We did not. Do you have thoughts on it?
0: I don't remember I watched Toy Story 3, but I only watched it once and I don't remember the plot line of it at all. So I kind of felt like I was like I don't know where I am.
1: Okay. I will say um like the Toy Story franchise has all the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure this will be good, but none of the trailers and te- teasers they've released have done anything for me for this one.
0: You didn't like the little horror part of it where like He's in that like house of horrors and it's like a horror show.
1: No, that's already happened in two other ones.
0: That's their theme.
1: (laughs) To me, it just feels like a mashup of the second and third one. And they already did those so well. I'm curious how they can expand on it anymore.
0: Yeah, but they are putting an end to it, which is kind of nice knowing like this is the end of Toy Story.
1: Have they said that? That's what they said at the end of three. And then they made this. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought Three they was I thought the they ending.
0: all weeped at the end of Toy Story this filming Toy Story 4 like they were all crying and weeping and stuff and it was supposed to have like a final ending.
1: I don't think they just said it was the most emotional scene they'd like recorded. I don't think it was because it was a final ending. Mm.
0: Well, we will see. Yep. All right, movie release is coming out this week. We got Us, which is Jordan Peele's new movie, uh his second effort after crazy success with, what was it called? Get Out. Get Out. Uh, and he
1: says this one is much more of a horror film than the thriller that Get Out was.
0: Yeah, which, uh, that's why I'm less excited about it.
1: Oh, boo. Uh, oh, I'm seeing it tomorrow night. I'm very excited. Seeing I like Dolby. I like
0: thriller more than horror. And then The Beach Bum, which... I don't know
1: what that movie's gonna be. You were excited about it till I remi- I pointed out that it was from the same guy who did Spring Breakers.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that movie's gonna be. We'll see. <laughs> uh,
1: um recommendations. What have you been watching lately?
0: I started watching Hap and Leonard. I told people I was gonna watch that, but then I stopped because I've been watching the disappearance of Madeline McCann on Netflix.
1: Oh, is that out already? I didn't realize that was out.
0: Yeah. It's more like of that. the same Like This story Is it's own story But I It's The The large chunks of it You've heard You know Girl goes missing mm-hmm. The The media f- Is fucking Hounding everyone The investigators Fuck Want to blame the, They blame like a wrong victim At first Then the public Starts blaming The parents and then it's just a clusterfuck.
1: Yeah. I'm right, so going There's finish. no like, new information or anything in it?
0: I'd never even heard of this case before, so I don't know oh. what's new or old.
1: Okay. Um, uh, I still want to watch it. I, I'm a sucker for that story. It's I a little too long. It's
0: like 10 episodes. It like, could have been How short. How long are they? Like an hour.
1: It's 10 hours long?
0: Uh, I could be wrong on the length. 40 minutes each, maybe. I think it's 10. Oh, it's t-
1: that's so long. Yeah. It's pretty long. I thought they would be like three or four hour long episodes.
0: The Innocent Man was really good. It was like two two hour shows. Hmm. Whatever The Innocent Man was. That was a good one.
1: Sweet. Uh, I've been watching Love, Death, and Robots the past week. It's uh, 18 short films all unconnected from different directors, writers, all animated. Um, Some are very shitty. And some are phenomenal. It's worth checking out. I think the longest is only 17 minutes.
0: 17 minutes. And they're not connected or they are connected, you said?
1: None of them are connected. Mm -hmm. So it's all different short films and animation styles.
0: Wow. That sounds like something I would not enjoy.
1: No. It is. There was actually a point in the last one I was watching before we started recording. And I was like, Jimmy would fucking hate this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Miserable. No, it
1: is not for you. But anyone who likes animation in any way, um, in sci-fi, because it's very sci-fi heavy, it's worth checking out.
0: All right, cool. Well, that ends this episode of Headliners. Come, uh, come hang out with us on Monday. We're gonna be reviewing. Ooh, no. Yeah, we're gonna do it. He's gonna we join are, us. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna do Triple Frontier, Netflix movie. Go watch it, and then stop by on Monday and listen to our
1: review. See y'all then. Love you.